1: Listeners, Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N on the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, we're excited to have you here today. we love to uh, bring this program to you where we talk about all areas of healing and operating in the power of Jesus Christ. Plain and simple as as it was meant to be. And as you know, we've been doing a series of programs where we are discussing a bit of a controversial topic in many areas. And a lot of people are not comfortable always uh, speaking about these kind of things. But as I always say on the show here, we have got to have the discussion. We have got to talk about this and see what, if there's something we're missing Because there's a lot of things I believe we're missing as a modern church. And you know what? And that's okay. But we got to have the discussion so that we can grow into these things. So on the program today, as you've heard on uh, previous editions of the program, there is a movie coming out that I am very intrigued by known as Dead Razor. And exactly what the title says is exactly what it is, documenting uh, healing resurrections around the world and uh, in various stories. Now, I can't really speak too much about it because I haven't seen any uh, any of the footage yet, but I'm excited. October 4th is when it's coming out. And joining me on the phone today, one of the team members of Dead Razor uh, from Reflect Ministry, a firefighter, paramedic, author... Joining us on the phone, Jesse Berkey. Jesse, welcome to the Heal the Sick Podcast. How are you, sir?
0: I'm doing very good. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to to be on the show and to be a part of what God is doing through your ministry.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's been going great. And we so many awesome men and women of God, and uh, we're we're just excited to have you here because uh, I think you bring something very interesting to the table in that being a firefighter and paramedic, uh, being a responder when something goes wrong in the human body, and uh, bringing an element of the healing and the dead raising to this. So it's uh, I'm very very intrigued by. Uh, by what we're going to discuss today, and with that, um, would you please start by telling the audience uh, a testimony what can we uh, what can we expect as far as uh, dead raising and and some kind of situation that you 've encountered? What can you share
0: sure, I love to talk about um, the things that God has has allowed me to be a part of to testify about the goodness of God. I think the the story that i 'm going to share it just it, it comes from the heart the heart of God is uh, resurrection power comes from His love for us, and and that's such a huge thing, but I remember one night I was at a fire station, I was just lying in bed, and the Lord had done a a lot in my life. He had had taken me through a lot, He had cleared a lot of stuff off of my heart. It had been a real process of just just transformation, and I was really zealous, you know, I was like, God, when are you going to take me out of this job and and put me into full-time ministry I'm ready to go, Lord. Wherever you have me, uh, call me. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go do this, Lord. Let's do this. I'm ready to leave this job whenever you, whenever you want me to. I'm ready. And so I'm just laying there, and the Lord just begins to speak to me in, in his in his soft voice, not condemning, just lovingly as His Son. Where do you think you are right now? And I kind of just took a deep breath, and I said, Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I didn't think of. I had been doing the job for about seven years at that point, firefighter paramedic, and I had. I had never really considered my job as as a ministry or a place that the Lord might have me to, to do His work. It, it just never crossed my mind. I, I It just never did. And so I was lying there, and, and I said, wow, that's an interesting concept. And, and so I said, okay, Lord, I, I understand. I think I understand what you're trying to tell me in this, and so I'll do it. Lord, I, I'm ready to serve you in this job. And He said, I want you to start taking me with you on your emer- emergency calls. And again, I said, "Well, that's a novel idea. I don't know why I haven't been doing that before." <laughs> and, so, and so, so I said, "Okay, Lord, I'm ready. I will, I will begin to take you with me on my emergency calls." And the very first call I had after that—it wasn't very long after that. In fact, I was laying in bed, and the emergency tones went off, and we responded to what came in as a as an ill person, just a sick person. I said, "Okay, Lord, this is good. All right, this is my warm up. This is this is what we have to do here. I'm." praying for the first time ever. I'm praying on the way to the emergency call. And right before we get to the person's house, dispatch comes back over the radio and says, this call is now cardiac arrest. And I just about lost all my breath in that moment. (laughs) I said, a cardiac arrest? Are you kidding me? Lord, Lord, I'm supposed to have a nice easy (laughs) warm-up. And the first opportunity I have for this isn't supposed to be a dead person. This isn't how this is supposed to work. I don't know if I have any faith for this. And so I'm walking up to the door, and I just hear the Lord saying, just, just relax and just keep praying, believe in what I can do. And I had a, I had just a small amount of faith to, to that God could work in the situation. But I said, okay. And so I continued to pray. On the way up to the door, I was praying against the spirit of death, and I was speaking life over the person before I even had a chance to see them. And so we walked into the door, and we walked to the back room, and I see this gentleman. He's lying on the floor. He's cold and he's pale. His feet are up in the air. I reach down, and I checked for a pulse. And there's no pulse. He's not breathing. He's dead. And I said, okay, Lord, this, he's dead. This, what else can we do here? And the Lord said, just keep praying. Just believe what I can do. And I said, okay. And so I said, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying. I'm praying out loud, but not loud enough that, that it's going to offend him. I'm not shouting the prayer. that I'm praying. I'm praying out loud, but I'm doing it more to myself than anything else. And I said, in the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of death, and I and I just speak life over this person. And my partner is getting the oxygen ready. He's put the monitor on. I look at the monitor, and it's a it's a flat line. It's gotten the heart has no activity. And so, but I'm but I'm praying, and I'm just about ready to start CPR. We hadn't done anything at this point. And I look over at the monitor, and I see a normal rhythm on the monitor. The the normal how it looks when there's a normal rhythm. So I said, ah, that's kind of weird. And so I reached down my fingers to his his neck to feel for a pulse, and there was a pulse there. And I'm just Kind of staring at the guy, I'm looking at my partner, and and he's looking at me, and and I don't really know what to do at this point. I'm just kind of shocked, and then he starts breathing, and I'm even more shocked. I know and and I feel like I'm on sort of a roller coaster ride, and and I don't really know where to go from here. I don't really want to touch him because I don't want to mess anything up, and I'm just continuing to, to pray silently under my breath and say, "Lord, just continue to to work this, just restoration in Jesus name." And and then he started to moan. And then he started to try to sit up. And I'm astonished. And I'm looking at him and said, no, just continue to lay down here. Just continue to lay down. And he, he continues to come around enough to tell me that he feels fine and that he doesn't want to go to the hospital. And I said, sir, you, you're you going to the hospital. This isn't even a debate. You were dead, okay? We're going to the hospital. So we loaded him up, and, and we drove to the hospital. By the time I got there, everything was completely normal with him. And I left the emergency room that day just, After that call, not just that day, but after that call, just amazed at the power and the love of God that had just been on display in way in a way that I've never seen it before.
1: So now, as a follow up to that, a couple things came to mind and a couple questions, and I'll kind of blend them all together, and you can speak to it. Um, In the medical field, and as far as uh, working as a paramedic, the training is you know very. World-based, very secular-based, very scientific—nothing in the way of uh, supernatural occurrence. So, being in that kind of um, that field, or being around people that are, you know, very medical and scientific about things, um, how is stuff like that generally received? I mean, for instance, is like people say, "Oh, well, sometimes people spontaneously come back." I mean, h- how do you tie that all in when you're dealing with um, a profession that's that's based on you know regular worldly kind of thinking?
0: Yeah, that's a great question, I, and and I want to bring honor. I want to honor the medical community. There's many uh, people who are much smarter than I am that that they do that they they do the research and they and they come up with their best guess or their best plan of action when somebody is having a medical emergency. And there is an allowance for the un, for the unexplainable. There there are people that if if somebody if if a medical professional watches somebody die before them and then they don't do anything, but the person comes back. There is an allowance for that in the medical community. They don't credit God with that, but they just say, oh, you know, sometimes things happen. Okay. And so I've experienced that, that through the things that I've seen, it doesn't lead to a relationship with Jesus for my coworkers, because they can kind of brush it off and they can say, oh, well, you know, that that happened, and, and weird things happen, but that doesn't mean that, that God is real, or that doesn't mean that I need a relationship with Him or anything like that. Um, they just kind of deal with it however they want to deal with it. Okay.
1: So uh, yeah, it's interesting because um, there's a there's a line as as healing ministers and and uh, people that work in this area that um, you know we we want to be somewhat combative with medical personnel, but we really can't be because you know we we like you said we have to honor each other and uh, you know, we really need to work together in a lot of these cases and uh, so sometimes it's a fine line and it's a little hard to um, sometimes it's hard to separate yourself and I, I know I deal with that a lot too so that's kind of why I was uh, kind of bringing that up I was just curious what you thought of that.
0: There are plenty of medical health care providers who believe in healing who love Jesus and and they also believe that, that there is uh there is power in the medicine. Not supernatural power, but there there's good in the medicine that is available for people. Mm-hmm. And so and so I think that we need to honor those people. I think that, that in some situations medicine has its place. Okay. Um but I also believe that there was a time that I gave uh, medicine for a kidney stone that normally takes about fifteen minutes to kick in and I prayed for the person and all the pain was gone instantly. And so so yeah, God 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 is greater, I will say. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you know, listeners, if if this is the area of ministry that you're in, you know, wisdom is always a huge asset and a huge tool to always use and exercise every every chance you get. And uh, listeners, we are up against our first break here again. We're speaking with Jesse Berkey, who is a firefighter, paramedic, author, and also on the Dead Razor team for the upcoming film debuting in October 2013. We're speaking today about uh, just that topic about uh, resurrection, resurrection power. And when we come back, we're going to be hearing more about uh, Jesse's background experience and how he got involved with the project. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast with Million. Be back with you momentarily. Hello listeners, Million here. Right now, Dominion Fire is working on several creative projects, including this radio program and our new music project called Acoustic Fire. In addition, our ministry not only serves the prayer and healing needs of the Las Vegas area, but we are also working closely with churches in East Pakistan and Christian orphanages in South India. This ministry is committed to bringing divine healing, the presence and love of God, and the message of dominion, power, and authority to all corners of the earth. If this program and our guests have blessed you or encouraged you, then we ask you to consider financially supporting this ministry as a monthly partner. For more information, please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter, lowercase with no spaces, and read more about what we do, including our plans and intentions. There are a variety of monthly options to bless this work so that we can in turn bless many, many others. Thank you for considering us and for helping to bring healing to a world that's eagerly waiting. Again, that's www.DominionFire.com
0: Dominion Fire Church
1: Las Vegas, Nevada Listeners back on the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you. M-I-L-L-I-A-N for the Heal the Sick podcast presented by Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. You can find us online at dominionfire.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash dominionfire, twitter.com slash dominionfire, and also my personal Twitter is twitter.com slash Healing Minister. So you're welcome to uh, follow me there as well. And uh, YouTube, Instagram, you can also find us on those. We post all kind of creative uh, art projects because that's kind of what we do in addition to the divine healing. And one of our uh, ongoing art projects is this uh, radio podcast where we do our audio arts. And uh, we are talking today about the topic of resurrection power and the movie Dead Razor. Joining us on the phone, one of those team members for the movie, Jesse Berkey. He is uh, Reflect Ministries. Also, firefighter and paramedic, where we're uh, we're hearing about how he has managed to integrate uh, the medical side as well as the spiritual side into the work he does, and has seen amazing things. So, uh, Jesse, could you tell us a little about your background, your experience, and kind of kind of tie all this together for us?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was probably about six years ago that the Lord really got a hold of my heart. I, w- I was spending a lot of time just unable to really feel anything, uh, just. Being angry I remember that, that the emotion that I was most comfortable with was anger. I didn't have a problem showing anger, but I just had a lot of issues trying to feel things, trying to be vulnerable and, and just trying to be uh, intimate with another person. And so I was in my blazer, my Chevy blazer. I owned a pool business at the time, a pool service business at the time. And I was on my way to the certain account, and I, I was listening to a CD that somebody at the church that we were attending gave me. And they said, the Lord told me to give this to you. And I said, okay. And so I took it, and it was the Encountering Jesus teaching by Mike Bickle. And I had popped that thing in, and I was listening to it as I was driving around, and I pulled it into my first commercial pool account, and it was as if something, it was like a bomb went off inside, a, a, a crazy bomb went off from the side of, inside of my Chevy Blazer. Things started to swirl around inside of me. I'm not seeing anything with the natural I uh, but I'm feeling this this something was swirling inside of me. It's kinda hard to describe but I felt like something came alive, like something broke off of me and something came alive in me in that moment. And I had been praying previously for the Lord to begin to do a work in me because I was tired of the way that I was living. And I was and I told him, I said, I want I want you, I want all of you, would you please give it to me? And so I'm in this blazer and and I, I want to go back, I, I exit the blazer and I go back to see if there, I have a chlorine leak, because i might. Like, the way I'm feeling, it feels like there might be a chemical leak going on, so I went back there and I looked at, at my chemicals and everything was secure, and I said, what is going on? I felt this intense freedom bubbling up inside of me, but at the same time, I, it was making me a little nervous, because I don't know what's happening, I've never been impacted like this before in my entire life, it was like this rushing wind was flowing through me, I said, I, I don't know what's happening, and the Lord began to speak to me. I, I began to hear His, His soft, still voice, and He it said, It's time for you. And I was overcome by the sense of its time, like the Lord is doing something in my life. I called my wife, and I said, I don't know what just happened, but I think that the Lord just commissioned me for something. And, but I don't, I don't understand, and she's, she's like really confused by the time. I'm not making much sense, and she doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> but that was the beginning of my transformation, my, my, and the transformation that continues to happen in my life, and everything, I want to say, everything in my life began to change in that moment. I began to to seek the Lord with just this diligence, this fervor that had not existed in my life before. It's like I was truly surrendering for the first time. I began to diet after Him. I was in the Word, I was fasting, I I was spending a lot of time in prayer, just worshiping, and the Lord began to just move through me, and just... I just fell in love with with Jesus. I fell in love with the perfect Father, and I never experienced that before. And I began to feel again. I went to the, I went to a local ministry for some counseling and um, some some inner healing, some some deliverance. I needed some deliverance, and and I got delivered of the spiritual bondage that was inside of me, the emotional bondage that was inside of me, and I began to feel for the first time. It was like I was a new creature. Now, when the word says, and Paul says. To become a new cre- a new creature, a new creation, be transformed. That's what I was experiencing. I was experiencing the words on the page, and it was it was just completely life changing, overwhelming for me. And so I began to walk in this new light, and Lord led me step by step through these incredible seasons in my life, taking me into the prophetic, and taking me into healing, and taking me into deliverance, and, and beginning to teach me about these things, and teaching me, uh, bringing certain people in my life. A guy named Richard Mole, my best friend and a mentor, and he. He he, discipled me. He he taught me about these things. The Lord used him mightily in my life, and it wasn't without its the, the trials. It was that period of my life where there's infidelity infidelity in my marriage, and and that bomb went off during that time. The Lord had, and that's the whole story in itself. I and mean, that's a whole testimony, the whole story in itself. And it kind of feels bad to just brush over it, but 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 the Lord did an amazing work in that, just healing that, putting that back together. He he, given me the tools to just. To deal with something like that, and and to walk that journey, and 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 we did by his strength, by his courage, by by his by his determination, we did that. And progressing from there, he continued to show me that that there was more to life than than what I had been experiencing. And and it, and it went back to that night at the fire station. He said, "I want you to begin to take me with you on the call. And I I stumbled into this dead raising thing. I stumbled into the resurrection power of Christ. I wasn't looking for this. All I was looking for was to be obedient to what I felt God was calling me to do, to hear His voice, to chase after His heart, and it just naturally led into this. But I suppose that's the way that it should happen, right? I mean, if we are per- if we are uh, pursuing the heart of God, isn't that isn't that the heart of God to to love, to 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 heal because of that love, to, to nurture people, to just have compassion on people, and that's what He was calling me to do, and that's and that's how I got into this. In, into the resurrection thing, just kind of stumbled into it, and Johnny Clark, who's the director, uh, director extraordinaire of the Dead R- Razor Project, I got a phone call from him. He got a hold of the first two chapters of my book, Life Resurrected, and he, he, he was reading it, and he said, holy cow, i gotta, I got to call this guy. And so I got a random phone call one day from, from, from Johnny, and he left me a, a voicemail, like we had been friends for 20 years. And I was thinking to myself, Who's this crazy guy? He's talking about a movie and and but so I called him back and we got to connect and the things that he was sharing on his heart, the things about compassion and, and the love for people that he has and 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 that that healing flows out of the goodness of God's heart was just right in line with what the Lord had showed me and what the Lord was asking me to live out in my daily life to reflect those those things of his heart to the people that, that are around me and so it just fell into place and from there we just got close to the guys that are involved in this project we're like we're like family we we all not know each other the first time we came we all came together we all felt like family it was like we had known each other our whole lives so it, it, it's just been really good
1: yeah it's interesting how in in, in ministry a lot of times that does uh, does indeed happen and um, as far as uh, the movie itself when when people watch this movie what can they expect
0: oh what can people expect when they watch this movie? They can expect to see four people that they have no idea who they are. <laughs> no, a group, a group of, of four young men, five young men, who, who nobody knows who we are. We're just, we're just young, ordinary men who love Jesus and are doing our best to pursue His heart and to live in that way. So they can expect to to be encouraged in that. Um, they can expect to to uh, have maybe a paradigm shift to to have their eyes open to the fact that this is that raising the dead is something that God still wants to do. That He is doing it. That it's happening here in America. It's not just happening over in Africa, which is where we always hear uh, people are raising the dead. That the dead are being raised over in Africa, but it's not happening here. Well, that's just not true. That's a complete fabrication. As we've gone forward in this project, there's testimonies coming out of the woodwork of people in america who have prayed over the dead and seen them come back so uh, i think people can expect to feel included to feel like they belong to people who who have this passion on their hearts there's people doing this there's people that are willing to believe that god can raise the dead and so i i think that it could feel like a, a coming home for a lot of people and it could be it could be a challenge for others
1: yeah, it's uh, definitely one of those topics. As I said in the intro, that people are just kind of weirded out by. They're not quite sure what to think. And uh, again, listeners, this is these are the discussions we need to have. The, these things need to be uh, need to be brought out. And the fact that they're happening all over the place, all the time, is something we don't normally get to be exposed to. So, and that's uh, in part why we're doing these shows is to uh, to bring this information to you and uh, to normalize it because that's what it's. This is supposed to be normal Christianity. So, uh, that's, uh, So we hope you're getting a lot out of this, and uh, we are up against our break, so uh, let's uh, pause there before we continue on. Again, we're talking with Jesse Berkey, a uh, firefighter paramedic, author, and uh, also a member of the Dead Razor team, which is coming October 4th, if I recall correctly, and uh, you're not going to want to miss that movie. Make sure if uh, if you can go to a premiere, get out there and check it out, because it is going to be heavy, heavy stuff, and it's going to be equally as as entertaining and as important for our faith. So, uh, more on and, uh, on this content when we return here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Don't nobody go. Hello listeners, Million here. Right now, Dominion Fire is working on several creative projects, including this radio program and our new music project called Acoustic Fire. In addition, our ministry not only serves the prayer and healing needs of the Las Vegas area, but we are also working closely with churches in East Pakistan and Christian orphanages in South India. This ministry is committed to bringing divine healing, the presence and love of God, and the message of dominion, power, and authority to all corners of the earth. If this program and our guests have blessed you or encouraged you, then we ask you to consider financially supporting this ministry as a monthly partner. For more information, please visit www.dominionfire.com/slash/monthly supporter, lowercase with no spaces, and read more about what we do, including our plans and intentions. There are a variety of monthly options to bless this work so that we can in turn bless many, many others. Thank you for considering us and for helping to bring healing to a world that's eagerly waiting. Again, that's www.dominionfire.com. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. We are back for the final segment of this edition of the Heal the Sick Podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Thank you for joining us. It is truly a pleasure. My name is Millian, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. I'm a licensed minister through John G. Like Ministries, and we are licensed in the area of... uh uh, healing, divine healing, and we do also creative arts uh, through the ministry as well, including this radio program. So, we are continuing our discussion about not only the movie Dead Razor, but the um, some of the the uh, information behind it, the the goodness and the love that flows out of God also behind it that. Um, we don't maybe no. We don't always get exposed to. We don't always get to hear about at least not in this frame of reference. So our guest today, Jesse Berkey, is a firefighter, paramedic, and also, as I told you, an author and uh, has a book called Life Resurrected, which uh, make sure you check out. It is available uh, Kindle. It is available in uh, paperback as well. So make sure you do check that out when you get a chance. And we'll hear about that in a second. And uh, Jesse, it's around this time that I like to ask if people will uh, share a little lesson on something that's on their heart. Some kind of uh, just something they would like the, the audience to know about, just uh, you know, kind of whatever you got to share, and I believe you have something that ties in with your book. So what can you share with us?
0: Yeah, well, I appreciate the opportunity. I just wanted to take a, a few minutes and briefly talk about just ordinary people living the extraordinary life that, that Jesus lived. And it's that passion, that passion for me to see people do that is what led me to write Life Resurrected, to collect testimonies not only from myself but from ordinary people around me and include them to begin to show people that you don't need a big name. You don't you don't need to, to pastor a mega church. You don't need to have a big well-known ministry or, or to be on TV in order to in order to be qualified to live the life that Jesus lived. You know, not that any of those things are bad, but that the ordinary person just going to church, if that's where you find yourself or meeting in homes you have just as much ability to go out and live the life that Jesus lived as anybody else. And it's because Christ, the, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, dwells in you. That power of the Holy Spirit, it dwells in you. And maybe we're thinking, why would God want to use me? Why why would God want to use me to do something like that? And I believe the answer lies in His love for us, for His children. Not only does He love you with just an intense, fervent love, but He also loves the person that is hurting. He loves the person that needs a healing. He He, he loves the person that needs a heart transformation. He loves the person that needs a word straight from his heart. I believe that it's because of that love, because of his goodness, that he uses us to touch others. And maybe the person that needs to be touched can't quite hear him quite right, or he can't reach them in any other way. And, and I believe that's why he wants to use us to to just minister his love, to minister his intimacy. You know, signs, signs, wonders, and miracles, I believe that sometimes it gets hyped up. You know, and, and raising the dead, that can get hyped up too. But if if this, the miracles, if they're not drawing people into relationship with Father, then what's the point? What's the point of somebody coming back to life only to live a life apart from from Christ? What's the point of that? What has anybody gained? What does anybody gain in that? And so, and so, I just I just wanted to talk about the love, the goodness of God that that stuff flows from it, and just how He wants to incorporate us and use us and relate to us in accomplishing His goodness here on earth to bringing the kingdom. Bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth and advancing that forcefully, overcoming the enemy by the word of our testimony, by the blood of the lamb, and the word of our testimonies, and begin to see transformation in, in people's lives around you, and just begin to take the light of Jesus into the dark places wherever you might find yourself, If that's a place that you work, then bring the light there. If that's a place where where you live, then bring the light there, because the darkness can't stand in the in the light. The light chases away the darkness, and His kingdom, the kingdom of God, is increasing, no matter what it looks like, the the government uh his government, the government that he brings will have no end. It will have no end. It is always increasing and the kingdom of Satan is decreasing. It's just uh that, that you can bring that light into those places and just, just begin to minister as the Lord leads and, and to overcome the fear and, and, and the doubt. Of, is God really leading you to this really me, just begin to develop and, and cultivate an intimacy with, with God to discover his his mighty love for you. to discover the, the goodness of his
1: heart. Heavy, heavy stuff, man. And it's, uh, one of those things that are so simple. And sometimes they're so simple that we overlook it. And it's, uh, just a huge thing that, 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 uh, we, we should, we need to recalibrate and recenter ourselves on before we undertake any form of ministry. So, listeners, this is, uh, this is phenomenal information. If, um, the listeners would like to know more about where to find your book or where to contact you or to follow the ministry work that you're doing, uh, what is the contact info you can share with us?
0: Sure. You can get a hold of me and find more information about me and the books that we have available. It's what God is doing, uh, doing in our lives at www.reflectministry.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Jesse Berkey on Facebook, or you can look up Reflect Ministry on Facebook. We have a page there. And you can also find all of our materials on Amazon, uh, on Kindle, and any ebook format, and then also paperback.
1: Excellent. And um, at this point, we're getting ready to uh, kind of wrap up our final segment of the show. And again, listeners, Jesse Berkey, Reflect Ministries, uh, sharing his experiences as a uh, ministering, as a firefighter, paramedic, also as an author, and uh, just uh, some of the things that he's dealt with in his experience and just just brings more important information to the table that we all need to uh, just examine and reflect upon and just to see if there's something we're missing. And it's uh, just, just great, great stuff. So So, um, Jesse, I want to thank you for uh, being on the program. First off, it uh, has been exciting to talk to you. And around this time, as we're getting ready to close, um, I ask if the guests on the program will please um, pray for our audience. And if there's any healing needs, if you pick up any words of knowledge, any prophetic words, uh, as you pray, just let it rip. And if you please do so now.
0: Yeah, Father, I just thank you for every person that's listening. In the name of Jesus, I just speak blessings and favor over them in their lives. Father, I pray for for prosperity in their relationship with you, because, Father, it starts there. It starts there in our intimacy with you. But, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would help them to hear you clearly. I pray that the scales would be loosened on their ears, that they would hear your voice, that they would know your voice. Jesus, said, Jesus you said that you are the shepherd and your sheep hear your voice. Father, if we can't hear your voice, then then what are we to do? So, in the name of Jesus, I speak to every heart here, and I just command it to be opened to the loving voice of the Father and and to even begin to change the way we think about, be, the way that they think about you, Lord, and begin to change the way they even think about themselves and they recognize that they are beautiful creations of you and dearly loved and just held so tenderly in your hand. Father, I just pray for blessings over everything around them and everything that you've given them to steward over, Father. I pray an increase in that and just... And just blessings of favor unto them and their families and their lives in Jesus' name.
1: Hey, man, listeners, Um, make sure you check out this film. It is Dead Razor, which you can find at deadrazor.com, and there's also uh, Twitter and Facebook. There is a trailer on YouTube and uh, also on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash uh, Dominion Fire. You can find that uh, in some of our recent posts on this. We have uh, included the trailer. So the movie will be out very, very soon, and make sure you get in on that. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you spread the word, and if you can... Uh, There is a uh, a overly funded Kickstarter campaign. Kick in something to that if you haven't already and uh, try to get to or host a premiere if you uh, haven't thought of that yet. Make sure you get in on that too. We need to get this word out. We just need people to understand – um, just have a better understanding of what is involved with all this. So deadraiser.com is where you want to check out. Also on our ministry, you can find us at dominionfire.com. You can also email us at any point if uh, any of our guests have prayed for you and or prayed for the audience and you've received a healing, you've received something, and uh, it's just opened up something to you, then let us know. You can email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com, facebook.com slash dominionfire.com, twitter.com slash dominion fire and my personal twitter is twitter.com slash healing minister you can also find us on instagram and youtube as well so make sure you kind of follow all the stuff we do and keep up with us as this uh this program continues to just bring you just awesome awesome men and women of god sharing their story sharing their journey and um as uh, jesse was saying earlier in this segment that you don't have to be crazy extraordinary person. You just be a regular everyday person. A lot of people feel that they're not ready, but you are. So make sure you uh, step out, start doing the stuff and, uh, as, as we say a lot here on the show, you know, the world is groaning, waiting for the suns to manifest themselves. So that's you. Hint, that's you. So uh, make sure you start stepping out, start doing this stuff, and together we will change this world. There, This, this kingdom will not cease, ever. So it's going to keep growing, as uh, we discussed earlier today. So listeners, thank you for joining us. Make sure you uh, check us out. We're also on iTunes. I forgot to tell you, so make sure you check that out. And uh, we thank you for spending your time here with us. And uh, please spread the word. Please let people know we're out here. And uh, thank you as always for being here. So, as we say here on the ministry,
0: boom, goes Yeshua. And we'll see you next time.